This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. We may be a comic duo, but we take mental health very serious. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and is completely online. BetterHelp is a network with over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, answer a few questions, and BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. You can message your therapist at any time and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com amp. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash amp. Grab your coffee, grab your tea. Hello, it's Meredith. I have water right now because we're getting ready for Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, we're going to do a little Bloody Mary bar. We made some chili. We got some meatloaf going. We got all the fun snacks going. Um, yeah, so it'll be fun. But I just wanted to stop in here real quick for a quick, quick session um, on anxiety makes me poop because this is a this is a big one. I got a call and I'm, I have permission to share this. I got a call from a friend of mine, um, someone that I really don't talk to too often, but she said she needed my positivity because she just found out that her significant other uh, has his own significant other (laughs) that she didn't know about. So cheater, cheater. Um, So here we are right before Valentine's Day and she's not super, super upset about it. She kind of had a feeling they were dating. We'll put that in quotes um, for about six years. Um, But I guess um, his his way of dating was dating others. And she didn't realize that she thought that they were monogamous. So um, just wanted to come on here and, and chat about that because I think a few of us that listen have been through it and it causes anxiety and I want to share my experience and let's talk a little bit about, you know, how I got through it and how my friend mentioned that she's going to get through it and, and we'll go from there. Come listen for a few minutes. Let's talk about it. So for my experience was many, many years ago, I've been happily married for almost 24 years. So this was before, uh, before the 24 years. Um, I had someone that I really, really liked, and it was a few years. And on Valentine's Day, um, he ran into the store to get something, and his phone was going off. And I was like, huh, well, I'm not someone I, I trust. I'm not someone that looks through things or whatever, but it just, it actually like kept going off. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm just going to look down. And it was definitely a code name on there, as we know. Um, for those that have been cheated on, you find out that it says, you know, uh, Jim, Bob, whatever, you know, it's not really that, but you know, it didn't, the name didn't match what the messages were. And I was like, Whoa, hold on a second. What is going on? And that was, that's what was going on. He was on his way to go see someone else after he took me out to dinner. So, um, and that was after dating for probably three or four years and had no idea, completely blindsided. And I just wanted to vomit. And it went through all the emotions and I was like, wow. And that was on Valentine's Day. So uh, needless to say, it took me a few years to enjoy Valentine's Day, but I have a loving husband that we enjoy Valentine's Day. So I got over that. But yeah, so it happens to a few of us and it absolutely sucks. So just wanted to share a few things on this. And and sadly, I, I got the call from my friend this morning and she said, oh, okay, this is, this is interesting. So uh, right away she said, 
you know, um, the good thing is, right, there's always silver linings, we, we would hope. Um, and she seemed very calm about it. Maybe she was still in shock. But she said, we don't live together. So it's going to be somewhat easy because a couple things that he has at the house, I'll just pack them up, put them on the front door, and then I'm done. There's no conversation here. Um, if if I'm not the only one, then that's it, you know. And and she, she seems so strong about it. Some of us, maybe not, right? We have situations, you know, that may cause some other feelings about it. So want to want to talk about that. You know, there's kids or there's a house that's owned or there's things that, so that's, that's huge, right? So for me, um, um, we were just dating. There was really no other connections. You know, we didn't live together. We didn't, um, we had a lot of memories um, and that was about it. Allow yourself to feel, go through all those emotions. It's so important to acknowledge and validate your emotions. One day you're going to be mad. One day you're going to be sad. Uh, one day you're going to be hurt, you know, and actually I should say one minute you might be angry, one minute you're going to be sad, you're going to feel betrayed, you're going to feel confused, right? Because there's all these memories and you're like, wow, when did, when did he or she do this? You know, when did, when did they do this? I, I don't understand. You know, we've, I feel like we were together all the time. So how is this happening? That's a big one. Uh, you know, give yourself permission to feel and express your emotions in healthy ways, please, healthy ways. Uh, you could start journaling. You can start just painting. You could go to the place like we have around here where you can throw plates to a wall. Um, yes, there is places like that. I think it's called the Rage Shop or something like that. They literally for an hour, can they allow you to throw stuff at a wall and yell and scream and take your friends with you. Um, I feel like that's, if you're, if you're someone that needs to that, that out, you know. Uh, talk to a trusted friend or definitely seek therapy um, or a life coach. Coaches are phenomenal too. Therapists are phenomenal. Um, you know, and just engage in anything that will maybe take your mind off of it in between the healing process. Um, you absolutely have to set your boundaries. If it is something that you told yourself immediately when you found out this is over with, then you need to set your boundaries. Now it's a whole different episode. If you're going to forgive them and stay with them, that's a whole different episode. This is if you're going to walk away. Okay. Just want to put that out there. Consider establishing clear boundaries with the person who cheated on you. Um, I even hate that word. I mean, you know, cause it happened to me. So the, that word, the C word, the cheated word, it just really bothers me to even say it. It might even be bothering some of you right now to hear it. So I am going to try not to say that word too often through this episode, but it's going to be a quick one. Um, so yeah, set the boundaries. Protecting yourself from any more harm is the best way. Cut off communication if you have to. Obviously, if there's different things that need to be talked about, then, you know, unfortunately, you can't cut off the communication, but do it when it's best for you when you're ready to speak so that you can protect yourself from further harm. Um, focus on self-care. Immediately focus on self-care. You're not going to want to. You're not going to want to eat. You're not going to want to sleep. You're not going to want to put on makeup, do your hair, whatever. But you you need to immediately prioritize it immediately. I feel like physically, emotionally, mentally, your well-being matters. And that should be number one. Um, try to get some sleep, eat healthy foods. I mean, obviously it's fun to like take a friend out and say, okay, I'm having a bad day. Let's go to Taco Bell. Fine. Maybe go for a walk, exercise a little bit, 
practice mindfulness, if you do meditation, even if it's just five minutes of sitting in quiet, not thinking about the situation, but thinking about how you're going to heal. Um, there's lots of things on YouTube and um, there's different coaches and different um, therapists that can show you meditation and and positive affirmations. So you can you can search that as well. Just engage in activities that are going to bring you some relaxation and some joy. See if you can walk away from the negativity, even if it's just for a moment. It's okay to come back to it, but in between the negative, try to try to throw some positive your way. This is the worst one for me. So I'm going to share a little bit about this and it's practice forgiveness. I have a very hard time with forgiving. I just do. I don't ever feel like I'm ready (laughs) to forgive anyone. Someone says something crappy to me. Uh, 26 years ago, I get cheated on. It's like, I just can't do it. Like, forget you. I just completely go, yep, you're done. Um, I I joke around with my friends and family because, you know, a lot of people, when you first meet someone, you give them 100%. Uh, Many do, many do. This is what I've heard. You give the person 100%, 100% of your trust. And then if they do something, then it kind of goes down, right? 99%, 98%. I'm the kind of personality that I give someone when I first meet them 0% and then they work their way up. So, you know, the person that I was dating was at about 57% and then they immediately went down to zero. So um, yeah, I have a hard time forgiving, but for you, I just want to mention forgiveness is, oh, it's definitely a personal process and it may not happen overnight. Some of you may, which is amazing. Some of you may just be able to be like, that's okay. It's moved on. This was never meant to be. And that is amazing. I have not been able to do that, but while forgiving the person um, can be very healing, I just want to remind you that it does not mean condoning or excusing their behavior. So just because you're forgiving them, that's actually your release. It really doesn't have to do with them, right? Forgiveness is more about releasing yourself from the burden of resentment and moving forward with your life. It has nothing to do with them. They were selfish. Let's just say it. They were selfish they wanted their cake and eat it too, like we all hear it. Let's get angry with it real quick, but then let's forgive them so that we can move on. Has nothing to do with them and their selfish, selfish ways. So, and there again, there is um, therapy coaches, a lot of YouTubes that um, share how to practice forgiveness, especially if that's very, very hard for you. Um, I'm just admitting that I have a very hard time. I have a friend that, um, did something just a few years ago and I still just can't forgive and I can't forget I'm terrible at it. So I'm not the best (laughs) to share, but I do, you know, it's my own, it's my own personal progress and eventually it will come through. And, uh, I am someone that can say that it doesn't happen overnight for me. Um, Definitely reflect on lessons learned. Now, this is hard because you may have just full trust in this person and a what you think is just a beautiful relationship that now you have to reflect on that relationship and the lessons that you've learned from the experience. So were there any red flags? Did you ignore any red flags? You know, were there any boundaries that needed to be set um, before that? Or are there any boundaries that need to be set for future relationships? You know, you have to use this experience as an opportunity for growth and self-discovery. And like they say, you always have to find yourself again first before you get into another relationship. Please do that. Please try to forgive and try to practice self-care, focus on yourself, and then move on if you can. You know, there I actually have a very good friend who cannot be alone 
And she talks about that. Like she will tell people, I am not good living alone. I am not good being alone. So she has had, you know, she, she was married and it wasn't um, a super great relationship. So then she um, went through a divorce and found someone else. And that wasn't a really good relationship and found someone else. And, you know, her family was very vocal about it. And they would say, you know, what are you doing? You're, and she would say, I am not someone that is good at being alone. So I'm going to continue trying to find someone that is compatible for me. And that's how she did it. So, you know, if you're like that, amazing. If you need to have some time to yourself, also amazing. So, yeah. So let's work on lessons learned. Just take time to reflect on it. Again, were there red flags? Did you notice them right away? But you thought, ah, you know what? The first year was so good. Um, I'm going to forget about, you know, what's happening in the second year. You know, guards drop, all that kind of stuff. So stay present. Don't try to dwell in the past, right? I know they say that. It's hard. You can, though. If you want to just go through the whole process, remember all the good things. You know, remember all the good things because you're going to want the good things again in a new relationship. And then think about the bad things, think about those red flags, but then get to the present, right? Because the present is the only thing that you can control right now, this minute. So avoid dwelling on the past um, of what could have been or what didn't happen. Focus on the present moment and the steps that you can take to rebuild your life and create that brighter future for yourself, right? Again, you know, the future is not promised, but being in the present and focusing on, okay, what what do I want to look for in the next relationship is definitely a positive outcome from what you've been through, right? Just focus on how you're going to, how you're going to make yourself happy. The next thing that I did was I engaged in positive activities. So I got out there. I got out there. I, um, I played volleyball. I had hobbies. I volunteered at a women and children's shelter. Um, I set new goals for myself. Um, I met new friends. I went out because I just had to get my mind off of it. I'm someone that has to stay busy. So whatever it is that you need to do, if you can engage in positive activities, you know, if that's going to work for you, I definitely suggest that. It definitely worked for me. Give yourself time, though, before you do all of this. Besides the self-care, I think self-care should always be number one. Immediately start taking care of yourself. But healing from betrayal takes time right? We know this. There's no set time limit as, as I shared about the forgiveness, you know, be patient, be compassionate with yourself as you navigate those ups and downs. You know, if you have someone that says, oh, I really wish you would get over it or I really wish you would stop crying. When you're ready, you're ready, right? Everyone's different. So allow yourself that space and time that you need to heal at your own pace. Um, and then always, I always mention this probably at every episode, consider professional help if you're really, really struggling. And that's always, always a suggestion. You know, if you just are struggling to cope with the aftermath of this infidelity, consider seeking support from, you know, a trusted source, therapist, counselor, coach, anyone that maybe specializes in relationships and trauma. And can I also mention that maybe um, someone that has gone through it, so they can listen to your story and maybe suggest, and I'm, I'm talking about a therapist, right? Maybe they can suggest, you know, because they understand, but you don't have to. You don't have to. I did. I wanted to to chat with someone, talk with someone that um, also went through it because I just feel it's, it's helpful. So that's completely up to you, um, you know, because their guidance can provide, you know, tools, insights, 
coping strategies, right, to navigate the healing process more effectively. So healing from betrayal is a journey. It's okay to have good days. It's okay to have bad days. Um, Please be gentle with yourself. Practice self-compassion. Trust that with time and effort, you will emerge stronger and more resilient from the experience. Know that you're not alone, right? That's the at the back of my book. You are not alone. You know, some of us have been through this. I won't say many, I hope, maybe many. Some of us have been through this. Some of us have felt the hurt. We all hurt differently. Some of us had to work on self-care again and remind ourselves who we were before we got into another relationship. So just remember that it takes time and this is your journey. It's no one else's journey. So take the time for yourself. Deep breath, meditation, talk with someone, whatever you need to do. You're not alone and you will get through this. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next time.